You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everyone, just a quick reminder that if you're going to be making any purchases on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, or Zazzle.com, please go to www.9to5.cc first and click the links in the sidebar or at the bottom of the page to support the site. It makes no difference to you, but it really helps us out a lot. Enjoy the show. Thanks. Welcome everybody to the 9to5 Entertainment System from www.9to5.cc. 95.cc, which is the website you should be voting for on the Best of Montreal, along with this podcast and along with our comics and all those other things we talk about so much, like what, Scott? We kick it off with the weather. <laughs> Best podcast in Montreal. <laughs> <laughs> and then we talk about the Suicide Squad trailers, the Zapruder film, the Rogue One trailer. We talk about Space Armadas, Ender's Game, and Buggery. Then John. We talk about Gordon Corman, and we talk about it because he's great. Then we talk, uh, why did you write Everybody Wants Some? Everybody gets some. Other Linklater stuff, other Linklater films, and we talk about Stan Lee and his many, many, many cameos. And then if you're extremely diligent, you might stick around for a little discussion about Fat vs. Sugar. Who will win? Fat vs. Sugar 2016. <laughs> <laughs> My money at the fucking worst possible weather that we could have. Like, it's not negative 40, which, all right, is definitely worse. But it's, like, uh, just slightly above zero, and it's fucking raining, and okay, but it's to cold. Be, and to be, okay, to be perfectly fair uh-huh. to the weather that's happening right now, yes, uh, it transferred into rain earlier than they thought, and it didn't become freezing rain at least, it might, a little bit tonight, it might tonight, but it, like, melted the snowfall. Like, we, like the worst case on of the Sunday snow was supposed to be like 15 centimeters. Okay. And I was like, warming up and transitioning to rain, I was like, at least this feels a little like April showers and not it a fucking matter. snowstorm. Yeah, but a snowstorm would have gone away super fast. And walking here for 20 minutes, you don't get soaking wet in a snowstorm. Yeah, but April showers, bro. Like, as long as it's what like... What does that even mean? That's April like the showers, normal bro. weather. The normal <laughs> rains in spring. Exactly. Yeah. The normal weather of April is rain. I was no, no, like, I know. But it's, but it's like in, in the space between zero and five degrees Celsius, that is like the worst type of rain. I guess, but I mean, but it's still, that's, that feels a little more normal than the random snowstorms we've been having well into like I, coming up on mid-April. That's yeah, not a normal thing. Rain, rain. I think the, like the normal would be more snow than that. It would be no. snow all the way to the end of April. Like for sure, dude. 20, well, 15 years ago? Like 20 the, yeah, years yeah, ago? Yeah, 20 years ago, yeah. But I'm saying normal in the last like four or five years. There's nothing normal about the last four or anyway. five years. They're the hottest five years on record. I don't know. Whatever, man. <laughs> anyway. Exactly. Well, so you know why is there anyway. snow... Why is there snow in April if global warming was, is real? It, listen, it took me 20 minutes to walk here. I got fucking wet all the way through my jeans, and I was like, this is just as bad as climbing up Kilimanjaro. It was this type of <laughs> shitty fucking weather. I go back a couple episodes and listen to, like, John describe being like a zombie who wants to throw up and whatever, like, on Kilimanjaro, and just... 20-minute walk in the rain <laughs> downhill to my house <laughs> equates with him as, as bad as Kilimanjaro. Well, you know no, what this weather no makes No hyperbole whatsoever. None. <laughs> you know what this weather is good for, though? Uh, Staying in and watching trailers on YouTube. That is true. You're going really? to go straight to Straight to, tra- to that. We're going to jump out of the weather. Hang on. What was the trailer that I watched the other day? Was it Z for Zechariah? No. I don't think we talked about that. I think what it was, was the, new, uh, the new Suicide Squad. Trailer. Oh, is there a new trailer? Yeah. I have not seen it. it I've only seen the stills and again, whatever. Again, though, just if we can, I know what Scott's going to talk about, and I'm assuming. Yeah, 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 no, we're trying to distract away squad. from it on purpose. It just looks. Did you see the new Suicide Squad trailer too? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I it, didn't it, see it. It just, I was like, again, it just looks like it's trying to be a little too serious. Like, oh yeah, 
Like that's like, how do you how do you hire Will Smith to play Deadshot and then say stop making jokes? Yeah, don't be clever, Jed Deadshot. Be like serious, Deadshot. Played straight. Yeah, exactly. It was like so. Like Deadshot has a sense of humor in the comics. Like Will Smith is like known for at least like some comedy stuff, like MIB and whatever. Like that's all. Fun fact: Do you know that when he signs a contract to go and work on a movie, he like part of the part of the clauses that are in there are that he has writers who are allowed to go in and change lines that he delivers so that all of the lines of his character fit Will Smith's brand. Well, Would you it, believe that? But, like, uh, that but appa- at least I don't know if that's the case with Suicide Squad. But apparently, like yeah. with Suicide Squad, it, it's very like he signed up to be part of an ensemble and like whatever. Right, else. so, so he understood. It might, yeah. it might be a little bit like they might still have had that right. Like mm-hmm. they might have had some sort of veto on it because he's Will Smith and he's Will up, Smith, Will Smith, yeah. and still a super bankable actor. This is a movie that's starring Will Smith and has Harley Quinn and Joker in it, and I haven't seen a trailer where anything is like <laughs> that's clever. Yeah, there's like like <clears throat> singing and like. But isn't that the deal? Did either of you guys see Batman versus Superman? No, no. Because that that would add a lot to this discussion, given as that that film also went super fucking serious and dark, and people are saying it was abysmal because of it. Well, one and, of many and, reasons, and, and way too long. Yes, like I've heard <clears throat> so so things about it. The, and oddly, the thing I heard about it was that Ben Affleck is the best part in the movie. Yes, yeah, I heard that yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not surprised. Kind of like he he actually sort of knows how to act, and he like the Batman role is fairly simple. Right. Brood. Brood and fucking have a gravelly voice and fucking wear a big rubber thing so we can't even yeah, see your and, fucking and face. Ap- and also, but apparently he does the, like, charming, charismatic Bruce Wayne. Because that's, that's... That the, is that, Affleck. That, that's, yeah. yeah, but that's also, like, one of the harder parts mm-hmm. of being Bruce Wayne is that, like, he's supposed to be, like, completely, like, vapid and, like... Th- think about Keaton's performance ridic- in that. Everybody said, like, whoa, mm-hmm. Keaton really fucking did the, like, the Playboy yeah. retard. Like, I totally bought that part of him that Adam West never... <laughs> Never really quite nailed. Uh, really, I just thought he was going like he was going like goofy Playboy all the time, even as Batman. <laughs> Play, Playboy millionaires in the '60s were weird. Yeah, maybe things have changed in between. Then anyway, and the end of the. 80s. But yeah, so the Suicide Squad, even the new trailer, looks looks way too serious. But have you have you been following the like the the Jared Leto is so crazy memes? No. So like. The, like, the, the, obviously, the, the role of the director and the role of, like, the media hype machine and stuff is to really, like, get over the performances of your actors, right? Like, that's, like, in advance. Like, well, I mean, you unless you're it. making the Fantastic Four, at which point yeah. the actors are supposed to say, this didn't turn out very well a week before the movie was released. <laughs> and the director And the director's say, saying, it's not for critics. Yeah. <laughs> And then, Again, also, and then also saying, that's the not how I wanted to end the movie the day after it came out. That wasn't the ending I a wanted. A week before the movie is released, he says it's not for critics. Yeah. So before there's any critics. critics. <laughs> Let's get it in. Get and then, in there. And then the movie is released, and he says, yeah, the studio interfered. Like, what? So anyway, so, so Jared Leto, there's this whole thing about, like, how crazy, and how he was like... He's gonna be zany. Exactly, and how he was always in character, and all this stuff, and like, actual stories are being like, he would like, put a note on the like, on the cameraman's thing, saying like, lights, camera, insanity. And like, all this like, totally not crazy (laughs) things. So there's all these like, fake stories that are just being like, Jared Leto, man, he was like, so crazy. Sometimes he'd be like, how are you going to have your coffee? And he's like, black. And he's like, yesterday he had it with sugar. That's crazy. Crazy Jared Leto is so crazy. Well, <laughs> if, if you think back to the, the, the last big Joker character, yeah. like, like there were there was a lot of stories about what's his name? Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger, like locking himself in a room, reading only Joker yeah, comics exactly. for like fucking three weeks. They're just trying to capture that, that yeah, like yeah, for sure. But like, but like the stories coming out of set, like don't, don't sound that crazy. <laughs> like it's just, and that's one thing that they were, I was like reading this whole, this whole analysis of the, the Jared Leto thing. And yeah. they were like, 
they're like obviously they're gonna say it and supposedly like people that have seen the performances say that he does like a, a good job yeah. which I'm like alright cool like I'm not I'm gonna I guess res- hold reservation until I actually see it like he wouldn't be my first pick as a Joker casting but like neither, neither was, was Heath Ledger, Ledger. Yeah. you know so it's like who the fuck knows do, do you remember you know, when that happened everybody fucking hated that idea yeah. before it came out hated it yeah. yeah and then it happened and we were well, like yeah, cause I saw 10 things I hate about you and I was like <laughs> that's not the Joker and first yeah. night I mean, I'm gonna <clears throat> first night let's not forget <laughs> I'm gonna defend my outrage when that was announced because that was outrageous that yeah. was an outrageous casting. Yeah, exactly. And I think that people... was that was from left field, and that's something he must have killed in his audition because yeah, his body of work before that did not say this guy is going to play the Joker and it's going to be the best. Right. <laughs> anyway, and yes, I was wrong, but I don't think I was wrong to be outraged when it happened. Yeah. Sure. Outrage. <laughs> really? Speaking. Oh, of... uh, internet outrage. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. Okay. Speaking of, we need a new word for that. <laughs> Speaking of uh, like casting and auditions and stuff, did you see? Um... I just blanked on his name. Fuck, we're awesome at this. We are so good. The guy who was in Donnie Darko, Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal. There we go. Jake Gyllenhaal talking about like some of his. Oh my god, it was so funny. His blown auditions. Yeah, like he was he was up for like Frodo in uh, like Lord of the Rings. (laughs) Yeah, and he's like, and a lot. He's like, first of all, tons of the auditions didn't have dialogue in it, so it was just sort of like go and get the ring and then throw it in. And he's like, so I just like did it all nonchalant. Was like, open it up, look at it. Hmm." And then threw like, it out, toss it away, and stuff. And everyone's like, "Whatever." And then he's like, "Then there was some lines, and I just like I delivered them like pretty well, in my opinion, but with no accent or anything." And like Peter, da- not Peter Jackson, David. Peter, Peter Jackson, Jackson is all like, uh, "So you're just not going to even like try like the British accent? Like the whole cast has like a British accent? Like that's kind of decided that?" And he's like, "No one." No one told me this. And Peter Jackson's like, you should fire your agents. He's like, you should fire your agents because this was the worst audition I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he was being very honest yeah. with me. Just like, you should 100%. And he's like, but his agents had like previously told him, like, you basically have Frodo. Like, yeah. don't worry, Jake. You're, don't, you can't do anything wrong in this audition. <laughs> what was the other one? That was, it was on, um, what was the name of the It was interview? on Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, super yeah, yeah. fucking it's, interesting. It's just really funny. Him yeah. just talking about like terrible, terrible blown auditions. So anyway, take so it we, back to Jared Leto. What, what? Anyway, yeah. so yeah, Joker. so the, the whole thing that they were talking about it is they were like, maybe he is going crazy, and they're almost like diluting it because they were like, when everybody says someone really got into Joker, everyone's immediately like, and then overdosed and died. Like that's like the okay. next. You're, that's given a lot of credit to this whole thing that is probably just like blown up fucking, fucking shitty well, stories. Yeah. Let's let's be fair here. Jared Leto is the same guy who played that serial killer and put on like what. Hundred pounds. To yeah, get the yeah. Role? He played uh, Mark Chapman. Yeah. yeah. No shit. <clears throat> I did not see that movie. And I feel like I should. He was eating microwaved tubs of ice cream so that he could eat the ice cream faster, so he could gain gross gut weight. Because he's like, I wanted to make sure I was gaining, gaining like as much weight and as gross I weight. Like, really? Yeah. <laughs> okay, Jerry. Like, what was this movie called? I feel like I had, the, I, the the one about Mark Chapman. <laughs> well just played, be Mark Chapman. Anyway, yeah, exactly. He played. Uh, well, he looks disgusting in that movie. Yeah, that exactly. is not a prosthetic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's not so, a prosthetic gut. He just he gained a bunch of weight. <clears> if he's like, I'm gonna get unhealthy, just drinking ice cream. I feel so I feel sad like Joker that we know who that is without even fucking having to talk about it. Like, what? like that dude killed Lennon for like no other reason than to get his name fucking said. Yeah. And here we are, fucking thirty years later, saying his oh, name. Fuck can't. you, Mark David Chapman, for fucking getting that in my mouth. But Piece of shit. At the same time, I mean, like, that's kind of what notoriety is about. 
Like yeah, but when you kill like you know that there's that like there's that web song like the like the Mark David Chapman no, by yeah, my, my yeah, no, self indulgence. No, it's, it's a cute little like uh, folk. Like web song where it's like I want to be famous, and then she's like I could write a song, I could be a movie star, blah blah blah. I feel like, like it's Garfunkel and Oates. Might be, and then I'm yeah. like gonna kill somebody important, and then I'll be famous, and it's yeah. like, yep, like that's what happens when you. So kill. it's called Spe- Chapter Twenty Seven, and uh, yeah, Chapter Twenty Seven. Wow, that is a fucking shitty, fat-looking Jared Leto. Right. right. <laughs> so mi- it's like mission accomplished, buddy. So the guy who just like went and like if the guy did that to himself for a while pretty impressive he, he might go full on crazy into joker that's like is that the best we could hope for more or less i, guess I mean so. yeah <laughs> does, i don't know but does jared leto now have to die to satiate our need for a well-played joker <laughs> remember boys this is <laughs> batman a cartoon about underwear on the outside and fighting villains and we want actors aspiring Promising young ones to die for the role. Exactly. Batman's not in Suicide Squad. He's not in this movie. It's no. not about Batman. It isn't about Batman. It's, it's, barely, it's barely about Joker. Like Joker's just a, a throwaway in it kind of thing. Yeah. A, he's just around because he's not huh. in the Suicide Squad. They never get him in the Suicide Squad. That'd be crazy. Okay, speaking of killing people crazy. to become famous, right. I just saw this thing. So we're, we're nearing the like 60-year anniversary or is something? It's not about movies? Uh, it is technically about the Zapruder film, because if we're which be, is about if we're going to be transitioning fully away from movies. We should let Scott do the thing no, no, no. It's about the Zapruder film. I promise. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we're getting up on the like sixty-year time limit or seventy year or something since um, uh, Kennedy was assassinated, right? And there's all these, these like new little tidbits are coming out, right? Because because people are getting to look at the documents in order to determine if they're valid but for declassification. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, it's all back in the news because the like declassification is about to happen. Right. Supposedly, the big news, this is it, was that it was Lee Harvey Oswald alone by himself on the fucking thing. He took one shot and actually hit Kennedy in the neck. And then in the video, and this is like the thing everybody's been fighting about for all these years, is like his head like wobbles all the way back. around crazy. I'm and talking about the, the film for literally no other reason than back to... Yeah. and to the left. Right. And so it turns out what happened was the CIA agent st- like sitting to like behind Kennedy and to his left flips out his gun fumbles it drops it it hits the like, like the deck of the car behind him and it goes off and he fucking sh- shoots kennedy in the back of the head from point blank range and that's why his brain fucking explodes out everywhere looking like it's coming from the other direction and the whole cover-up was fucking <clears throat> because the cia. the cia was just like oh fuck we fucked this up so bad <laughs> the cia did kill kennedy right <laughs> <laughs> but but like i've heard this this stupid story from like four different places in the in the last couple of months and like in a sense it makes sense that like the guy it was like an honest to goodness fuck up and the guy who was still a life who actually shot the cia agent could have had his whole fucking life ruined and he could have been killed by people well like in addition to that yeah. it also like there would have to be like massive fucking inquiries into the cia and right. like, proper training and did this go and did that go like you can not to say that's probably a good thing probably for the best honestly right probably. but you can understand that if they're the people controlling the information they would fucking put monster gag oh. like i'm not yeah. saying that it's like okay what they did but it's like Oh, I I understand why that why that group did that. You know, yeah. I don't know. I I feel like maybe they should have arrested the guy that killed Kennedy because well, he did sort of ruin the world for a while. Man, well, yeah, yeah. yeah the post Kennedy yeah. years were not good. Putting Republicans putting Lyndon Johnson back, yeah. and then letting Nixon take Nixon, over, yeah. which leads right into Vietnam. Yeah, I'm, I'm well, <laughs> I know what happened. <clears throat> no, but but like think about it from that CIA uh, guys. Like, think about all the great music that came out of that. A lot of great music. A lot of real great music. Again, okay, hold on. How many people died in Vietnam? Was all of their collective sacrifices worth the musical <laughs> output of the 60s? Because 
60s I don't and like 70s, to say man. this. It's really good music that came out in the 60s and 70s. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like the Beach Boys and the Beatles still would have gotten stoned and made some good records without. Not oh man, that's hard to that. say. But would they would they have if it wasn't like a, a terrible like war that America shouldn't have been in and everything? Yeah. How many? It yeah. was like over a hundred thousand people, right? Eighty thousand people died in Vietnam. I feel like yeah. we were just at the monuments. I feel like it's eighty thousand. Yeah. It's a lot of a lot of young people for kind of no reason. Yeah. And then so yeah. speaking about many people dying. Let's talk about Bothins. <laughs> okay, we, we looked this up. All we right. have like facts and shit where we are mistaken. Mm-hmm. Are we? Yeah. Somewhat. Gosh. Wait, what? We Many Bothins. Yet. So let's I back thought, to I the guy's name was Manny, and it was Manny, one. Manny both hands. Right. Manny <clears throat> bot hands. He had robo hands. He was like Luke Skywalker. Both right. So two. speaking about other films, really big hands. Uh, the trailer for Rogue One yes. dropped, right. and yeah. it's kick-ass good. I'm super excited about the it. The trailer looks real dope. It I, does. Okay, no, hang on. I will. I will say. That, this is just like I don't even know why, like because they've had good actors before that have like put in kind of shitty performances. Like I don't know why it excited me so much. But I was like watching the Rogue One trailer, mm-hmm. and there's like stuff, 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 and then fucking like Forrest Whitaker in some fucking armor shows up, and I'm like, Woo! <laughs> I was like, Please Forrest. be Ghost Dog! Please be Ghost Dog! <laughs> exactly. I was just like, Hooray! Forrest Whitaker, Last then, King of Scotland, Ghost Dog. I'm like, I'm there. <laughs> Lisp, Lazy Eye. I'm do on it. board. Do it, Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> yeah, but immediately after that. Donnie Yen shows up to do some kung fu shit. Yep. And, and I'm just like... And, uh... I fucking blanked on his name. Use your word. Chewbacca. Magneto. Visual. Michael Fassbender? Ian McKellen? No. Ian McKellen. Yeah. Is he? What? He was in it? Isn't he? I didn't see him in it. As Are you sure? The Emperor? Look it up. Who's in Rogue One? There's an old Felicity famous actor who's also in it. That Felicity it Jones, Forrest Whitaker, hey. Donnie Yen. Anyway, okay, so Rogue One, <clears throat> yep. which is presumably... Like, so we, we've come up with some so, fan theories. So, A New Hope starts, Leia's escaping with the plans to bring them back to the Rebellion. Right. It's a great untold story. How did she get the plans? Absolutely. And right. the trailer drops, and I'm like, oh, it's about that. One, being surprised by it. Kind of exciting. And, and two, it's like the great untold action story that's in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Right. Right? Like, it's... It makes perfect sense to make a movie about that. You don't think it's kind of nice that it's one of those things that has just happened and is unknown and adds to the the, the like Star Wars universe by being a mystery. The fact that a it's lot not of the times, the fact that it's not a, a spin-off movie about Gungans. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, but they learn their lessons. But I'm saying, but he, Mads mm. Mikkelsen is probably here. Mads, Mads Mikkelsen is what yeah. Yeah. Hannibal. Hannibal. Yeah. Hannibal. And Lurshifra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's good. I like I like mm. Mads. Yeah. He plays, I think, like young Tarkin almost. It looks like Alan Tudyk as well. Mm-hmm. Wash. Everybody loves Wash. Forrest yep. Whitaker. Oh, Forrest. How do you clean your spear? You put it through the wash. Hey, hi Fucking spoilers, yo. Anyway, <laughs> the um. Anyway, so <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing, and a lot of we, we were we were talking about this on Facebook. The many Bothans died, mm-hmm. but we realized that many Bothans died for the plans to the second Death Star, and this is clearly the plans of the first Death Star. Oh. Correct. So no Bothans died in this particular. That we know event. of. There's young Mon Mothma also. Mon mm-hmm. Mothma. Mon Mothma. Mon Mothma. Which I was. I was kind of bummed that like she was. I mean, I guess she's dead. But I was kind of bummed that she wasn't in Episode Seven. Who's dead? Mon Mothma. Mon Mon Mothma. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty stoked. I even the 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 pump up line where they're like listing all her crimes like forgery and yeah and yeah yeah, yeah. <clears throat> grievous bodily so harm and, yeah, yeah exactly and she's and like. It's like this is a rebellion, isn't it? I'm like, yeah, I'm for that. Okay. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's a good action movie now, pump up line for. That. I was having this conversation over the weekend with my buddy Eric, and I think our buddy Eric, our buddy Eric, our friend Eric, 
And he was like, he's like, my biggest problem is not that it's like about a girl or that the girl is the main character or anything. I have no issue about it. But he's like, but the trailer seems to have no mention of Wedge Antilles, which he's like, that's a problem for me. Because he's like, he's Rogue One. Yep. And as far as we know, okay, like, we also look at yeah, Remember, this is in the films where it's not, he's he not as, Rogue One. Yeah, but he's not as developed as, as like, he's ser- the only <coughs> named non- character. Right. The only named character who's in all three films. Okay. But Mon yeah, Mothma's in the fucking yeah, Rogue he, One. He has like a She's li- only in one. He has a line of dialogue in like. But he's still there the okay. whole time. All right, right? All right. He's the only person, like, the only person, because Luke fucking was on the stupid Death Star, yeah. who was in both Death Star runs. True. There's only one dude who was at the Battle of Hoth and both Death Star runs. Okay. And, and he is not in. Yeah. yeah. And and seems to have no mention in the fucking trailer. That's like, a good point. Like, you're like, I know he's like a minor character, but like... He's a fan favorite character. People he, like Wedge. Exactly. Yeah, people yeah. like Wedge, and people like the fact that there's like this guy who just seems to be a good fucking pilot around, even in, like I said, even he's, outside of the books and whatever. I, like, I think because also he's like a normal dude. Yeah, exactly. You know, he's, he's not like a force wizard or whatever. They easily could have killed him off. Yeah. And while, like, while they're not in continuity, the Rogue Squadron books are those super were really popular. Good. Yep, yeah. yep, Commander. People like those books. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, and now, so what we've discovered is have that... You, you if, specifically you? Keith and I were talking about we, it. We, we looked this up. Okay. So, and I, also that was the other thing too. And I was like, there was no Rogue Squadron until the Battle of Hoth. Mentioned in the movies. Mentioned in the films. Okay. The Death Star run is done by Red Squadron. Right. Right. Who like it's I, red and gold. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. it. Uh, and like my my head canon was always that the Red Squadron was Rogue One or became yeah. the Rogue Squadron. Like got renamed and repurposed to the Rogue Squadron okay. in the Battle of Hoth. That was always head canon though. Like that's fine. I pause it. That there could have been a rogue squadron, they just weren't on the Death Star run. Which or, or they role. were doing defense on the capital ships, or they were doing some other like critical part of that battle that wasn't. Or they were licking their wounds after stealing the plans. Possible. They might have been like rogue squadron might have been decimated, which is which is. I was, I was going to say yeah, they could be obliterated. It's <laughs> like, like one of them left. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, that's it. Which is yeah. what which what might like. And then it, and then Wedge gets a promotion. But then even then, and given his own squadron, right? Exactly. That's cool. So. That's really cool. That'd be kind of cool. But either way, don't don't fuck with Wedge. Exactly. That's that's like one thing. At least like he and like I would almost I would almost like <clears> it <throat> if he in no way is a main character in Rogue One. <laughs> if he's just around as a pilot and just mentioned. So he like, gets one or two lines of dialogue. <laughs> that's his yeah. role. Wedge in film. checking in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like the the girl walks by. Like who the hell is that? It's like bitch. That's Wedge. Yeah. That's Wedge. That's Antilles. Wedge Antilles. He's the best we got. <laughs> You leave him alone. He's like at the table and waves. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Just nods. <laughs> in no way has his character further developed at all. He's in red. <laughs> he's he's over there in red, and they're 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 the no, rogue two guys. He could even be he could even be like rogue two or rogue three or whatever the heck. No, and he then, could be over there in red until rogue. You know, it's funny. Then, you but then he could be given the command of red, right? Like you guys are talking about this, and it's totally true that he is like everything you're saying is true, and, and I just like my brain accepted it by default that this was going to be the wedge show. Yeah, and I didn't even realize when watching the trailer that it is not. <laughs> <laughs> the film is not about Wedge. The film well, is about. Ma- hold on, on, maybe it is, and we just got the trailer. They're showing a girl a lot in the trailer. Cause, guess. Cause, they bye. did show Finn a lot in the trailer, and then it turned out to be Ray. Yeah. Oh yeah, maybe this is another <laughs> flip the script. The old, this is all about Wedge. The old Star Wars twist. <laughs> Either way, it looks it looks there, pretty cool. Yeah. Also, the there one- was a a a bunch. A little bit. No, I'm not a little bit. There was enough outrage that the move, the trailer dropped, and they're like, "Oh, great, another Star Wars movie starring a woman." 
And then there was a lot of care? and then there was a lot of outrage about that outrage. Yeah, yeah, probably mm-hmm. more outrage than there was in the first place. I, I always, think so. I always kind of feel <clears throat> that that's a little bit of the case. I think that like MRA, like men's rights activists, are like noisy and then get people like more mad at them, which yeah. then like it. It's like kind of like social like terrorism where they like like there are a small group of people that make a lot of noise that then pisses off an even bigger group of people. My like, my take on it and I I'm they're like they're those shitty. those guys complaining that that it's another Star Wars movie starring a woman are wrong. Yep. Cuz the movie looks cool and the character looks cool and yep. Rey was a cool character. I have no problems with uh, that. Ray was not a cool character. <clears throat> Ray was a very two She was like a, the shittiest character that has been written in decades. I like I can't Meh, I like Anyway. Her. I like the Ow. way that she picked up the saber to get back in the fight. Yeah, the yeah, no, there's like, she has her moments, whatever, but I mean, I just... Not enough for me to be like, damn, that should have been a dude. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, it has literally nothing to do with her gender. <laughs> that is just a terribly yeah, exactly. written like, character. If yeah. it was a dude, she'd be a terrible two-dimensional dude character. Absolutely. Like, yeah. But it was like, how can you, in one or two tweets, elicit a reply of a 5,000-word essay... <laughs> saying that you're a shithead and like that is the way to do it well yeah but it was just because like, if you read a shit i read those shitty tweets and i'm like man those t- tweets are, sh- are shitty yeah i did not feel the need to be like we're gonna talk about this for the next 10 paragraphs but that that same that exact same thing happens with mad max fury road right like it was a few people were like max isn't in it enough why is furiosa the star blah 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 probably and, like four guys Four like loud. Like more than that. Yeah, like, no, you you search word, Twitter, you can find fifty. But I mean, the word you're, you're missing no- after the number four <clears throat> is Chan. <laughs> <You're> probably- <laughs> no, I don't. Because I, I think 4chan would would like not be serious with that kind of. Oh yeah, but I'm just saying. Like, but they would say it loud enough and like not clearly joking, so then the rest of the internet could think that they were being real. Maybe, maybe and that's they, what happens. Like know, people exactly. take to this trolling and they think it's for real. Exactly, and then, yeah. and then but like that's what I'm saying. Like I saw a lot more responses to those people than I did actually like people claiming it. People for sure. complaining for sure, it. For sure. But yeah. that that's more of a, a political demographic of our Facebook. Then. I don't fair. even go like, on Facebook. Uh, like all over Reddit, I didn't like this. That's is... more of a political demographic of Reddit. Too. Yeah, <laughs> too shit. <laughs> uh, outraged left wing. God, do I need to go to Tumblr? Is that what I need to do no, to get these that, messages? I don't think that's where. That's, I don't want to go to. But like, I like, do not want place. to be there. <laughs> our, our Facebook does not have a whole bunch of Bible Belt people on it. Okay, right. but like. The, the Confederate flag is a proud symbol that we should be able to hold. Do Bible people really have a say in yeah. how the post-apocalyptic Australia turned out? Does that, do they have a say there? I don't know. Those are the guys who are going to shoot the bombs. So probably. Yeah, well, so they're not you know, going to target Australia, so they won't really No, have... but they're, they're like, who scorched the world? Who's fucking the Bible thumpers? That's fair. <laughs> you There's know? even like, like footage of that in I think, too. And right. now we know that why they did it. Because of their Ooh, outrage female about female leads. lead characters in the Star Wars franchise, <laughs> Mad Max. I, I don't know, Matt. I didn't have the same reaction to this trailer as you guys did. I was not super jazzed up. But like, it looked like a super fun action movie, but it didn't like didn't grip me. Why don't you like Donnie Yen as a Jedi? I, I like Donnie Yen, uh, but like, think back to Episode Two, right? When they were like, "Oh my God, fucking everybody's going to be there doing lightsaber battles with fucking." Um, that was uh, the thing Mace that, Windu and whatever. Everybody got hyped up about it, and then it was just like a cameo for fucking no reason. That that's what I... It was badly written character. I don't really care about Donnie Yen either. Uh, yeah, I like Donnie Yen. I like I him. Don't, cool. I, I like, like him. Like, the whole but... thing that I liked about the the trailer and the reason that, I mean, like, obviously, I mean, like, we were, we talked about this on Sunday also, or Saturday night, I should say, yeah. also, is just so, like, I'm like, there's it says Star Wars in front of it, so I'm going to, like, drink the Kool-Aid no matter what. Like, mm-hmm. I have never... And the last one was good. I have... Ne- yeah, the last one was all right. Like... <clears throat> 
The the last one had like anyway. Fuck it. We've talked about Wait, Star Wars so much. Episode Seven so much. The last one had its issues, and it, it was not bad. No, it just I don't think it was great. My opinion on it has soured as time has gone on. Like when I think about going back and rewatching it again, I saw it in theaters three times, so I feel oh. like I I got a good handle. But like as I consider it more and more, and I like reflect, I'm like less and less happy with it. Yeah. Yeah. The, anyway. And I, and I could feel the danger coming for this this movie also. Like, and that, but but the thing that I kind of dig about this one is that it's this is the first Star Wars movie without lightsabers and shit. Yeah, like there's gonna yeah. be without Skywalkers. But exactly, yep. this, right. yeah. there, there's gonna be no like magic wizard morality play of light side dark side. It's mm-hmm. just like soldiers getting shit done. In a sci-fi universe, in the that, sci-fi universe, that doesn't need an origin story. S- somebody said that this is this is a Star Wars movie that is probably the first one that's like literally like going to be like a war movie. It's going to be fucking like people running around shooting guns, and it's like that's and, the point. And it's there's, not like there's going to be no magic. No, no, no. It's no, not no. like Star the, Wizards, which is what the rest no, of the no, fucking movies were. Wizard swords. Yeah, maybe the first good one because the clones fought the robots, and that was a big war scene. It was a crappy war scene. You mean in the like prequels in two, yeah, episode yeah. two? Yeah, episode two. No, there, I mean, soldiers yeah, were yeah, lined up. You're right. That, you're that right. Was you're right. It was a war. It was a shitty war. It was a shitty war. And no one wanted movie. to watch. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like exactly. They're right. Like, Yoda was standing on a tank, going, "Send the troops forward," and you're just like, "Oh, this is." Yeah, exactly. This, this, looks, like, this like, looks like garbage, and I'm not invested in it. At yeah. all. Ep- episode four, five, six really just had <clears throat> like star skirmishes. Yeah, like they were usually like not not like hunker down. Okay, wars. Like star they, gorillas. Because it wasn't like a little gorilla no, no, they, thing. They, 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 flew, they, f- they flew the rebel armada at the at the empire. Star battles. Armada. Star battles. Yeah, there were like single battles that didn't last days. Or How didn't about last star battles. suicide missions? Because no, I don't th- think they were all suicide two missions. Of them were. Like Hoth, Hoth was know, an Ak- escape fight. When, when Akbar was there and they were fighting, they were the, saying the, the this Death is Star. It. Yeah. That's a battle. That was there was. That's like a battleship. It was a suicide like mission battle for the people on the Death Star run. I don't think it was like necessarily a suicide. Like a lot of those things had hyperdrives and whatever. Yeah, they could have warped out if the like. And they did, right? And there like, were star, people dis- there were star were... destroyers mixing stuff up with the yeah. Akbar's fleet, and they were yeah. just trying to make a gap for Lando to get in. Speaking of star fights, uh-huh. whenever uh, we were having this conversation, I was talking with a contributor on the site, Sam, and we were saying um, whenever someone thinks of like a space armada or whatever, I always think of Invader Zim. Where one of the Almighty Talus is just sort of like, fear the wrath of our big spaceship gang. <laughs> and they're like, you mean Armada? Yes! <laughs> it's just like. And then whenever they do that, like, it's such a fucking trope of, like, the big spaceship gang. Uh-huh. Almost always in every sci fi film I've ever seen, like, arranged basically horizontally. <laughs> Yeah. In space, and you're like, why the fuck are they arranged horizontally? Don't you think they'd make it like a sphere with like important ships on the outside and like skirmishing? Nope, big line of spaceships pointed at big line of spaceships, basically coming together on a two D two dimensional. Yeah. Always, every space <laughs> film I've ever seen, except like, Robotech. Even Robotech it was no, kind no, they come all over the place. But in a big rectangle, they were just kind of up, up and down above each other. But they were usually in more or less a rectangle with pointed out from the big giant Zentradi ship in the middle, and they all kind of like winged out from the side. Yeah, well, they weren't all lined up. They were, I don't know, and, and they're not side. always like directly lined up side by side. But it's like maybe three or four high, and then mostly out the side. That's usually every spaceship fucking fight you've seen, and that's what I want to see Star Wars fix in this next movie. In a movie, Wing Commander doesn't do that, definitely. And Ender's Game is all about. Yeah, Ender's Game had it. And Ender's Game is like literally about and... not doing that, and yeah. like that's one of the things that Ender fucking figures out is like 
yo, don't line up your ships in a big line. <laughs> like, that's a, and that's like a breakthrough. And also, watching the buggers fly around, he's like, that's the ship that you shoot. They that's did that the actually ship. pretty well in the film. I just yeah, just it rewatched it. It looked pretty good, though, like the, the ant battles. Yeah, you know, yeah. We call them buggers because we read the first version of the yep. book, but yeah, Formics. they changed that, the Formix. Yeah, they cha- is, is that even changed in the books now, too? Oh, absolutely. They reprinted the books and changed the, changed the name all over the place. Crazy. And then you have Oddly to wonder, enough, right? Because Orson Fundamentalist. I was going to say. Card saying bad guys are buggers. I, <laughs> didn't fly. Do you, do you think that, like, where along the timeline of Orson Scott Card being revealed as a, as a fundamentalist did that change happen? Like, <laughs> was it someone at the publisher who made it happen? Or was it like somebody on the net was like, wait a second. And then they just like really quickly covered it up. Just quickly reprinted. There's a good story there. I'm sure there is. I don't even think it's that big a deal. Mm-hmm. What being what called it, being called buggers? Calling them buggers. They're bugs. I feel and they like, called them buggers. I, also I feel like that's a thing deal. that would happen if yeah, we well, were attacked by bug aliens. Even We'd be like even, fucking buggers. Like, the term buggery has fallen out of use. Like that's that's somewhat anachronistic. Right. Except anachronistic for like now. maybe a British guy who's saying right. bugger that. Right. Yeah. But no, and, and and I mean also there's like <laughs> not to, like there's a rich history of basically coming up with the shittiest name possible. For the guy you're shooting, at. absolutely, like in war, like mm-hmm. that's like whether whether it be a bug or not, like you're you're not going to be like. Oh, I, I don't think the double entendre would be lost on the human population. Exactly, be like <laughs> those bugs showed up and fucked us in the ass. <laughs> like, Bugger that! Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's that's what happened. Yeah, yeah. Did I tell you about? Um, <laughs> speaking of rewrites. Rereading uh, Gordon Corman books. No, How oh was man, that? I used to love those. They no, I heard about it. It's it's, it's weird. very weird. Like the one that I uh, skimmed through was the War with Mister Wizzle, and uh-huh. they've like updated his computers so they're no longer weird like eighties computers with printouts and all that stuff. Really, so punch cards with punch cards and stuff. Because remember how you had that to, like, did date it. A it, lot. it is dated, yeah. but it's just so weird. Like and like they just uh, there's like do they have cell phones? They're, I feel like that would change, like, fucking everything in, in their shenaniganry, you know? Like, I, there's, like, reference to cell phones and stuff, but you're not allowed to have them on campus okay. and stuff. Like, but, it, like, you're sort of, like, it's, like, these weird lines that are, like, totally, you could just tell someone, like, delete line, enter line. So it's, like, you're reading, 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 and then it's, like, iMac, and you're, like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? And it's, like, <laughs> runs on Windows. And I was, like, no, it didn't. Yeah. It didn't run on Windows. What it ran on doing? dots, if anything. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's very fucking, like, bizarre to just, like... I get why. Did you actually read the whole book, though, or did you just skim it? Uh, I just skimmed through it. Like I was just like. I feel like I got to pick up. I I want to go home. That was my favorite one. That was such a funny fucking book. That is the best one. That's the best. I killed myself loving that one, and it never came back. Right? It was just a. It's been reprinted. You can go to a bookstore and buy it. No, but I mean, it it wasn't like part of a series. It was like a standalone. No, no, no. That one, no coins, please. Did you read that one? Oh, fucking good. Even the teenage ones, I liked the. Uh, semester in the Life of Garbage Bag. Yeah, uh, didn't don't care high. That one was good. Um, the, was like the uh, what was the one with the the weird chocolate cake mix shop? The guy who would run out with a butterfly net to stop hubcaps hitting his storefront. What? That sounds like a bag full of shrooms. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, losing Joe's a... place. That was it. That losing Joe's oh, place. Yeah, losing Joe's place was good. Yeah, a little there's, bit. There's like five teen ones. Slightly older, okay. like, that. written a little bit older, yeah. And I like, they all kicked ass. Or is the, hmm. the Bugs Potter ones? There's two two or three Bugs Potter ones. Two fun. Bugs Potter ones? Yeah. Bugs Potter and Bugs Potter like it. Like, hmm. like, I guess yeah. I hit these at a younger age than you guys, because I, like, got in, did the Bruno and Boot stuff, and then by, like, age 14 or something, I was like, eh, and we're done. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No, no, yeah. for sure That's not. where you should have read Semester in the Life of Garbage Bag. And yeah, yeah, they were, like, oh, they just aimed at a little bit higher. No, me too. I was like, I read them all in grade six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But yeah, I no, read but them I've, as they came out. I had like first editions of look at this old motherfucker. Yeah, first I editions, Gordon Corman. I read, I read I, the Scholastic ones as they were coming out. Like, oh my god, the Zucchini Warriors is yeah, out. Yeah, I and used I'm to get those too. I, I, I was the kid who always had like ten books coming out of those Scholastic uh, book order things. First. What a yeah. good fucking. Those books were great. Yeah, I, I haven't a copy of uh, I Want to Go Home that I'm saving to read to my kid. Nice. Um, that that was my favorite one, bar none. I reread that one more times than all the other ones. Because the letter home is so funny. de terre. <laughs> what? Un boîte de terre. <laughs> I've given a you a box of, of dirt. <laughs> uh, yeah. Chipping the clones. Yep. The thing that I never got, uh, Sarah and I were okay. Okay. So first of all, I reread them all about ten years ago. So okay. like in my early twenties when I was substitute teaching, because it was like one of the only things. You're connecting the, with the kids. Well, no, but it was one of the only things in the school library because there's like there's still like mandatory like reading periods. Right. So mm-hmm. I didn't necessarily want to be like reading something that like because I would just sit there and read as the teacher because you're like whatever I fucking yeah. like why don't we have that in our fucking day to day work like why don't we have like a 15 minute time after lunch reading we can period just read a book I'm there <laughs> just bring that introduce that into work just like it's not part of your lunch hour mm-hmm. you come half home back after lunch. And then you read for 15 minutes, and then you go back to work. I'd be, like, so down. That would be kind of awesome. And then if you didn't want to read, you could just go work. Exactly. <laughs> for the people but who are illiterate. you would have to read. Like, it yeah. wouldn't be browsing internet. Yeah, or no, no, no. It would need to be... Reading a book. Reading a book. Yeah. That is what you had to, 15 minutes. Or or work. Like That is hilarious. Should, I, I, I don't feel like that would fly in the healthcare system. Why not? Serious cuts that have been going on in the last little while. Well, like it was just like, sorry, ma'am, I'll, I'll be with your kid in just one second. This is government mandated reading. It's government. <laughs> it's reading time, and then and then you whip out. I want to go home. <laughs> kids, books for twelve year olds. <laughs> Ooh, that died. What a so yeah. So what a troublemaker. Short, oh like, my god, it was the damn. <laughs> so yeah, I kicked through like the Harry Potters, <clears throat> and the then I went through all the Gordon Cormans. Yeah. Like, just like reading, rereading a whole bunch of them. And Gordon Corman's lack of fame bothers me. What are you talking about? I fucking didn't. Did you ever see from him on our TV? generation? Everybody like, read, well, the read thing that. that and this is like freaking J.K. Rowling is just like everyone knows who J.K. Rowling is. I think anyone who was a Canadian boy in yeah. the '90s or '80s knows. Who yeah, Gordon but Corman I don't feel is. like Gordon Corman got that J.K. Rowling. That, that's, money. I, no. that's I think a miss on our uh-huh. entertainment system. What do you mean by entertainment? You mean the PBS like. OTV, Ontario Television, the Degrassi people didn't make that. Right, or not even that, but I'm like, even like right now, I'm like, the WB could literally just pick up a show called McDonald High, and they have like five seasons of stuff, and it would be the fucking best. Starring Justin Bieber as Bruno. Holy. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what I mean? I'm like, like, it would have to be from the the 80s. It would have to be those kids from Degrassi starring. Super retro, like, like. Filmed on on video, not even film. Like <laughs> Do, filmed on VHS. No, it like it wouldn't need to. Know, man, you could totally modernize it. Would, totally it would kind of need to be it. set in the eighties. Why are we doing this? Oh, Why don't man. we fucking write the script? Why don't we just fund Do, it? Do a treatment. <laughs> Get a Kickstarter. We want to. We don't know anything about movies. <laughs> We're making <laughs> or scripts <laughs> or writing. <laughs> but we want to make Gordon Corman's TV show. We, we don't know without any... Gordon Corman's permission. <laughs> 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 Please kickstart five dollars. <laughs> We don't yeah. know any teenage actors. <laughs> Stretch goal of 15K, we will contact Gordon and get permission. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but like, did you... Like, so how, come like, how come it never right. got turned into a fucking TV show? There's no reason. It, it would be fucking amazing. Dude, they made Big Wolf on campus for what, six years? So long. They, uh, they, and especially like with um, like retro like 80s stuff <clears throat> yeah. being like and relatively kinda. like a la mud. You mm-hmm. know, like a, a retro 80s show... Called McDonald High, 
Like basically a book a season, you have like five or six fucking seasons. God, that shit would write itself. Silicon Valley, right? Hmm. Silicon Valley, the big payoff joke. Yeah. McDonald's High, when they pull out the flag at the end of the book, the huge punchline perfectly pays off. I do not recall. I do not recall. What the flag <laughs> at is. the start of the book, they fly a flag of like Macedonia. Okay. Yay. And then, and then the, the actual prince of Macedonia shows up. <laughs> Brown Boots are just like, well, we have their flag. And they pull up <laughs> the flag and the prince is just like, wow, that's so nice of you. Right. Like the payoff is so Yeah, there's so much, set up. So much awesome <clears throat> stuff in it. Like I said, War with Mr. Wizzle, I think, is probably my favorite. Like it's just like, it's what I like is that it's all of them, like all the the crew like firing on all cylinders with like like working together but, like, against but, like, the with villain purpose yeah. Yeah. you know like like not just about shenanigans and like trying to get bo- like trying to get boots off the swim team or like whatever like let's go jump in the pool yeah no, I know exactly. I, I said not just shenanigans I, I feel like it could live in the same like comedic space as the new season of Wet Hot American Summer like yeah. they would be like totally like that except Super- actually actually played by teenagers <laughs> <laughs> would it though I don't know man and I guess um with that touching on that, Richard Linklater's new film came out, and apparently, mm-hmm. supposedly, it's, it's amazing, it's and it's like, like Dazed and Confused. Dazed and Confused Part Two, right? Basically, right. what's it called? It's, uh, look it up, Scott. I, I got it. I got it. Baseball it's called like uh, like Let It Get It Off. Let It Get off, It On. Get It On. I think it might be Get It On. Okay. Three exclamation points or something. <laughs> and it was just like uh, I was reading uh, Alex Rose's review of it, and he's like, "So a bunch of dudes." Like, go to college to play baseball. Everybody wants some, exclamation, exclamation. Yeah. There are two. Yeah, everybody wants some. Uh-huh. And it's about, like, college dudes, basically, who, like... On a baseball team. On a baseball team who, like, live in off-campus housing all together, and they're, like... They go to, like, a country bar, they uh-huh. go to a punk bar, they sit around, they get stoned. They haze the new Fame. guys. Comedic. <laughs> yeah. It's just, like, it's just, like classic, <clears throat> to, like, to, like, basically... Days and confused. So, so basically, Linklater got sick of spending ten fucking years doing an art house movie that got him acclaim, but probably no money, and he was going to make another. It's just like what is like what is uh, Tarantino has like a term for it, uh, like I think he calls it like slacker jam film or whatever. And he's like Linklater invented it basically, uh-huh. like. Those, yeah. Like you wouldn't have Kevin Smith and stuff without Days and Confused. Like there's no way that like wow. a movie about like. Go nowhere. People are like just getting drunk and messing with just, each and other, just yeah. dicking around. Exactly. Yeah. Like he's like even like even in um, would you say everybody wants some? Yeah, everybody gets some. Everybody gets some. Damn it, I gotta fucking look it up. Everybody again. gets some. He's yeah. like like there's also like <clears throat> there's kind of like the undertone that like everybody on the baseball team is like good enough for college ball, but none of them could actually go pro, and the only reason they could even get into college is for baseball. So they're literally like they're like that's well, it. They're living their glory days. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They were like this is it. <laughs> you know, like, and I was like, "That's a fucking bummer." Mm-hmm. And apparently, it's like super cool too. Like they, um, like they're like, it's also weird to see athletic dudes on the sports team as not the villains of an '80s film. <laughs> you know, he's like, yeah, yeah, and yeah. he's like, it just kind of seems like they're it presents them much more as like dudes with a common talent, and that happens to be playing baseball. They're not all like nobody is like a stereotypical jock. Like, because huh. that doesn't always exist. Doesn't always happen. That you way. know, like that's that that's a that's a trope from films. This is pretty not... crazy, man. Ninety-one percent on Rotten Tomatoes for people love slacker it. stoner film, and it's seriously everybody wants some exclamation exclamation. Yeah, two. Yeah, but it's, well, I mean, like, well, how does that surprise you? Like, Gaze and Confused has to be like over eighty. <clears throat> like that guy knows that man. Richard Linklater knows what he's doing. Sure does. Films like Waking Life is fucking super. I good. love Waking Life. Yeah. The, yeah. Uh, the 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 Sunrise trilogy before or, Sunrise. 
after before sunrise. Yeah. Sunset, sunset. Before yeah, yeah. The after lunch. <laughs> lunch <laughs> before dawn. After dawn. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Those well done again, boys. Hey, now. Ethan Hawke and the girl. At 94%. Very... <clears throat> Dazed and confused on yeah. Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Ethan Hawke and Julie Dudpy. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. The, the, the kind of proto-boyhood, uh, right? Because it's like it's the same characters yeah. revisited instead of just like constant, right. you know, constant filming on them. Like, yeah, boyhood, super good. Like, yep. I, don't, I don't think that he's... Scanner Darkly? He did Scanner Darkly. Oh, also. yeah. That was, that was really cool. Yeah. Like, I... Waking, a... he, did waking, he did a movie to make Scanner Darkly. Basically. Like, he did Waking Life to be like, can we do Scanner Darkly? Yeah, pretty much. Like, to do the uh, the cell shading mm-hmm. stuff and whatever. Yeah, and then he did the cell shading stuff. Yeah, like, Richard Linklater, I was like, I don't, does not surprise me. I don't think he's made a bad film that he made, like, a movie that's 91% called. Yeah. Everybody gets some two explanation points. Okay. Like, but otherwise. You can understand the surprise for a stoner comedy being super highly rated. Like, usually they're not. But, like, in his hands. Except when they are. Yeah. They're by Richard Linklater. True. True. <laughs> <laughs> Like, Days Days and Confused is, like, almost the definition of a stoner comedy. Totally. Like, what happens in Days and Confused? What is the plot of that film? They get older, and I stay the same age. Someone, (laughs) some of them graduate high school, and some of them go into high school. Right. Basically, (laughs) it takes place in an evening. Someone gets into a fight, but nobody really remembers who wins. And it's it's, it's (laughs) such a period piece that it doesn't ever date itself. You're not, like, watching that movie going, that is so 90s. Yeah. Because it's not. I love, I forget what it was, uh, Mark Little... Was show, like trailer for Days of Confused on YouTube. So many of the YouTube comments are like, "Think it's a film from the seventies." <laughs> <laughs> like I was like, there's all these like cut pastes of these like comments being like, "Why don't they make movies like this anymore? They made movies better in the seventies." Like, like nobody. This like. This is not a film. That's how old do they think Ben? That's that's kind of like people being like Wet Hot American Summer and being like, no, 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 yeah, I remember that. It was from the eighties, and it was like, like, missing the fucking boat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Days and Confused is like up there with probably somewhere in my top ten, top twenty list of movies I've seen. Is it above Empire Records? I've seen the most. Yeah, I've seen them and seen the most. No, like there's almost no movie that's above Empire Records that I've seen the most. Like (laughs) I've seen Empire Records so often. Like, but do you prefer it to Empire mm-hmm. Records? Because that to me is like the gold standard of those slacker fucking uh, fuck like up I, I do. I prefer as a, as a film. It's definitely better than Empire Records. Yeah. Like Empire Records is like goofier, mm-hmm. and in, but in a way it's also like less authentic. Whereas I yeah. find mm-hmm. like Days not even not even as quotable though. Days and Confused is so quotable. So is Empire Records. Like what's with it's today, not Matthew today? McConaughey. We mustn't quotable. dwell. Not on Rex Manning all right, Day. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, nobody is McConaughey. Like, <laughs> Even McConaughey is not McConaughey. <laughs> exactly. Like, that's... I mean, like, that's... What is, what is, well, it's uh, Rory Cochran and Days and Confused. I'm going to let you have shotgun this time. It's because I'm going inside. <laughs> he never gets shotgun. <laughs> Slater never gets shotgun. And he's also the unifying theory of, you know, like... Stoner comedy. Because <laughs> he's Lucas and fucking Empire Records and Slater and Days of Confused. <laughs> it's just like, like, it was basically like, you peaked way too early. Ties Rory the Cochran. universe together. <laughs> exactly, but like, you peaked. Like, you did those two movies and I was like, now you don't, like, I don't know why he wasn't. CSI Miami. That's that was his that next, was... his next big break in his career. Uh, like, wow. Such a bummer for him. He's yeah. in, he's in, uh, Scanner Darkly. You got that. You got that going Don't link later. Wow. Hook up. Did Linklater also do Suburbia? 
Or was that just someone who... That's someone else. Someone who else... Because that was... That had that vibe also, like... School days. School days, too. Did you do like, school days? No, I didn't do school days, no. but that was like... They were all once Days and Confused came out, there was just like, oh, yeah, let's do that. Yeah. We can make movies. Hey, we can make these super fucking cheap. Everything that Seth Green was in. Yeah. <laughs> the, like, four-year Can't period. Penelope Spheris was the director of Suburbia. Mm. Very, very similar, though, in tone also. like, But again, not as good. Yeah. Fucking man, that movie's so good. Days and Confused. Uh, you know, I, I I have not seen it in fucking 15 years. No ben question. Ben Affleck is, like, the most punchable. Like, it's true. And it, that's oh, the Banyan. thing. Hold on, hold on. Is, is he more punchable in that or in fucking Mallrats? Is he super punchable in Mallrats? He's more punchable in Days and Confused. Is he, though? Yeah. Like, they're both like they're the both back of a pretty up there. <clears throat> like, no, but, but Jason Lee's kind of a dick, too. So for okay, for, yeah. For the the manager of fashionable male being a dick to Jason Lee, <laughs> yeah. Based on Shannon Doherty's testimony, he and also kinda the, deserves and also it. the Jason Lee is like a slacker that does nothing. Like Ben Affleck and Jason Confused literally <clears throat> wants nothing more than to slap freshman ass with his wooden paddle. <laughs> that is like that is his that, that, that is like his raison d'etre. Yeah, but it's <laughs> it's actually better than being a pedophile, which if I remember <clears throat> correctly is on documented on tape at the end of Mars. That's fair. Yeah. That is true. He, does. he doesn't he doesn't really know. But he didn't know. Didn't he though? No. no. He didn't. No? Trish totally lied to him. Okay. Those movies are my jam, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Mars in theaters. Oh, like must have been super excited. It was it was there for like a week. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I was bummed that it went out so fast. I remember seeing ads for it in my comic books. And it was like, it's true, like because Stanley yeah. was in the movie. Stanley yeah, was yeah. in the movie, and they were like, and it also they, it had one of those like it had like a they screened it for the first time at Wizard World or, or San Diego or something, and like people were cheering, and the studio was like, oh, let's give it a push. We have the next like Days and Confused and whatever. Like it's gonna be. Poof, straight to video. Straight to video. Amazing. It's gonna be straight to video. Yeah, but exactly, that's it. And then it was what, like, like the studio they, decided to they, put it next to Clerks and Blockbuster as fast as they could. Yeah, but they well, no, but I mean, like, but like, I get it though. Like, they doubled or tripled the screens and stuff, and I was like, that is not a mainstream movie. Like, if you are not no. a comic guy, there's like half the conversations are just about comic books that are like. But it does have a similar vibe to Dazed and Confused. I can see why they they would like imagine that it could have the wide exactly. appeal, and it could have been written to to do a more Dazed and Confused wide appeal kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Like I'm not like I, to me, they're like they're very similar. But yeah. that's because like Dazed and Confused has like a broad appeal to the '70s, which I don't really know what the '70s were actually uh-huh. like, other than Dazed and Confused. <laughs> like, <laughs> just assume it was like that. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of weird shit in Mallrats, though. If you weren't ready for Mallrats and you walked in there. And, uh, like the opening monologue is about fucking Walt shoving a gerbil in his ass. Like the vo- opening voiceover. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, if you're not, if you're not on board with that, yeah, exactly. <laughs> get, you'd be get like, off what that the train. Fuck is this? Like, yeah. I'm literally talking about a guy running a gerbil up his ass. Third nipples and the yeah. Hartford Whalers and Sega Genesis. The, and the whole long talk about the kryptonite condom and, right. and Superman blowing out the exactly, back of Lois Lane, farting while you get a blowjob. Like, uh, she dumps me. Hartford, the whale. <laughs> 70 <laughs> points. Seven three against Vancouver. Yeah. That never happens. Yeah. yeah. Like, what there's, a there's fucking majestic. Pl- plenty, <laughs> plenty in Mallrats that's like. Okay, really hold on. Weird. Go back to. Um, there's, really, there's a lot of really weird stuff in it. What's his face? Buggery. <laughs> also, as, as a main plot point. What? Anal sex with a minor as a main plot point. Yeah, it sure is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stink, okay, go back to Stanley pong. for a second. Was that his first cameo? Did that start off the whole Stanley cameoing, cameoing in all kinds of Marvel stuff? 
No. Do you think he was in like had one liner in like some fucking seventies? Look up Stanley's IMDb. Well, one, one Stanley did the introductions for the old X Men hundreds of cartoons. Okay, but Excelsior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But come on, The Incredible Hulk. Um, Green Mask yeah, but his, of but his Anger. Film, like he, his he film that. cameo role. Yeah. Like, he was certainly... That was, like, one of the first Stanley cameos. Does it count as a cameo? That actually might not... He had a role. He had a role. Like, yeah. I might, I might was, have... I might have up up he shows up for a single scene. Two scenes. He shows up at the end. Yeah. yeah. What did you say to him? 91. Stanley has 91 film credits. Uh, his, uh... His trip to Fan Expo this year is, is going to be his last trip to Canada. He's saying he's not doing cons at the end of the year. Well, he's when John said ninety-one, I was literally like his age. He's ninety-one. Yeah. <laughs> no, okay, nineteen eighty-nine is his first non-narrator film credit, <laughs> and it is nineteen eighty-nine: The Trial of the Incredible Hulk. Jury foreman uncredited, which I think is exactly that. That's, I'm that's sure exactly that that is going to be. Did it, you but... see that YouTube video of the Stanley cameo <clears throat> masterclass? <laughs> Masterclass. It's like it's done. It's I think uh, Kevin Smith's in it, and like some other people are in it, and it's just like the whole thing is like him teaching like cameo, how to cameo, how to cameo, whatever else like that. And someone, <laughs> someone just like, like stands up and is like, they're like, there he goes, there goes Spider Man, and like whatever, and they're like, no, too much, and then you see like, someone like is like at the coffee, he's like, is that Spider Man? Stanley's like, perfect. <laughs> you know, it's just like, <laughs> what's your subtle. what's your favorite Stanley cameo? Uh, mall rats. The first <laughs> one that springs roll. to my head is the one where he's in the library and he's like listening to music Amazing or some Spider-Man. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's just like boop, boop, boop. He's got his headphones on. He's stacking books. And, and Spider-Man then, is is smashing stuff in the background. Yeah. What did he, he had a deleted cameo in Guardians? Right? Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. He no, was in the no, prison. He's in it. Or, he's, he's in, in it, it. But his scene was cut. Like no, the, he's the, in he's in the movie. He's in it for like two he, seconds. His line was cut. Yeah. yeah his yeah. line was cut. What was his line? Something, something, alien babes. Yeah, exactly. That's huh. it. He, but he's in the background. You, you can see. He has, he has the alien on. ladies on on the arms. Right. But yeah, but his line was cut. Like for, uh, his know. Daredevil one is pretty good. He's about to cross the street, and ten-year-old uh, Matt Murdock, who's blind, says, "Whoa, watch out for the car!" Oh yeah. Hey. Like, yeah. Slaps him with the can. Stanley cameos. I like uh, Big Hero Six. Is it's kind of dope. Like the if you guys watch Big Hero Six, I've nope. seen it a, like. Twenty times I don't know Stanley's cameo. Off He's the voice of the dad. When you finally meet the rich kid's dad, it's Stanley. The, the dad or the butler? The dad. Huh. He's like I wear my underpants on the outside too. You know, they're like <laughs> T.J. Miller's character. Yeah. His dad is voiced by Stanley. When you meet him, right, right, right at the end. It might even be post credits. Because like, you know how he's like, his dad is super rich? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm with you. I've seen the movie like 20 times. Archer loves the movie. <laughs> it's, it's I zone. don't know if I've lasted through the credits. Yeah, <laughs> it, might, it might be post-credits now that I'm like thinking of it. Whatever. Okay. But yeah, it's very funny. This is a busy fucking 90-year-old, guys. This guy uh, has I done really, so many movies. In the I like him fucking... in The Hulk, The Angley Hulk, where he's walking. He's a security guard with Lou Ferrigno. Hmm? That is a good... That's a good cameo. Good, good cameo. Ah, we've we've almost hit the hour. If anyone have <laughs> holy shit, anything we just really talked about in movies a lot this time. Yeah, well, it's uh, good movie shit. Well, we talked about some good stuff today. Mm-hmm. Like, just... This is a great podcast, you guys. High fives all around. Yeah, ninety five entertainment system. Anything else you want to throw in? Just anything, 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 Bueller. It's no. raining out there and it's shitty. Right. Do you want to just teach us about sugar real quick? Do I? I don't. I don't know, man. Seriously, you, you, you really want to talk now? But I mean, if we have we have six minutes on the clock for some edutainment. 
Seriously? Okay, so I just didn't read the article. Okay, so bonus is it's it's a twenty page article that talks Holy about shit. the history. No it's like yeah, yeah. It's seriously fucking long. Every time you think like it's over, it's like nope, paragraph, and we're going on to another chapter. It's like ninety s bonus material. Exactly. Okay, so listen. Here's the deal. The, the thesis of the article is that the, there's a point in the 1980s when nutritionists were like, okay, hold on. Lots of people are getting fatter. Right. It's really fucking bad when people get fat. And when, and it, like heart disease, which was basically not a thing before like the 50s, mm-hmm. um, suddenly started to become a thing. And they were like, how, how do you get heart disease? Well, you, you're like, you, your arteries literally get clogged up with bits of fat. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. If you eat a lot of fat, you're going to get fat in your arteries. So stop eating fat and people will start to get thinner. And right. then in the 80s was like right away, the U.S. put out this huge thing very early saying like, Get 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 fat out of your diets. Add carbs. Add whatever. Mm-hmm. The UK adopted their standards right away simultaneously. The Canada did as well. And then it's talking about this researcher and like fucking Brian or something. His last name was Brian's, I think. And it was saying like he put out this huge thing saying like no 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 guys all this all the stats on this are wrong. It's all about um it's all about sugars. It's in fact sugars that correlate statistically to all of the heart disease. And then this very famous researcher who is like a super social like like star kind of researcher guy okay. wrote this huge thing saying no 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 it's definitely um, it's definitely fat. That's the problem. And so it became this like battle of wills between this guy who was like like a super turbo nerd, super studious, had no idea how to argue in public, had no idea how to give interviews, whatever. And he was saying, no, 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 the problem is sugar. And the other guy who was the super sociable guy saying, no, 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 it's fat. It would be and, like if some astronomer guy like stood up against Neil deGrasse Tyson. Exactly. But, Neil deGrasse, except Neil deGrasse Tyson is the fat guy. Yes. Like and, he's like he's just like, Nope, you're wrong and the, like the nerdy astronomer's like, My calculations and you're right. like, Haha, shut up, let's go on spaceship Earth. Exactly. <laughs> and and then now thirty years later, if you look at the like like the trends of weight in North America, mm-hmm. right away at the eighties, it's like obesity epidemic starts skyrocketing, gets worse and worse and worse. And um and the guy who had advocated reducing sugar in everybody's diets, mm-hmm. he died basically penniless, completely discredited because the other guy went after him, fucking destroyed all of his publications and whatever. And um, um, and con- like consequently, right now, people still try and drop their fat intake when they're trying to drop their their fat on their body. That's right. not how it works. I don't eat steak. Right? I eat Lucky Charms. I'm slim. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. And the defense rests. <laughs> <laughs> what have I done wrong? Anyway, the, but the article goes into all the, all the history behind all that stuff. It goes into like the science about how how this stuff kind of works. Do you think we're getting smarter about that as a society? Like, I feel like. I feel sh- like there's a lot of money in that. There's a now. shitload of money, and the other mm-hmm. one is that. But th- but, al- but also like I feel that like sh- having less sugar in things is now a thing that is more prevalent than when I was a kid. It's changing for sure. Like, like a big part of it is the Atkins diet, which like that Atkins actually was a student of the dude who said that no 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 the problem is with sugar right, right. and that that was like the, that's basically what the keto thing was that I did for all that time it was just yeah. like super reduced carbs and you lose weight and you feel and more energetic and you eat less because your diet is yeah, better managed sugar. yeah well car- carbs are sugars so yeah. low carbs is low sugar yeah mm-hmm. unless you're putting white sugar on your rice. It's like sprinkling it on. Mmm, this is delicious. Hang on. So where, at what stage was I making a mistake when Mark and I were having Mountain Dew and honeycombs? All of the stages? (laughs) There is no stage at at which that is an acceptable food. I don't want to say breakfast because I'm going to assume you weren't having it for breakfast. I'm the high-carb, high-sugar guy. He's thinking that's a bad idea. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> He's gonna attack you, Keith. 
Discredit. She had no milk. <laughs> so you put Mountain Dew? I had a lot of Mountain Dew. Of all the cereals you could put Mountain Dew with, honeycombs had to be the worst. It's it awful. It's like you got honeydew, right? Exactly. Get out of here, honeydew. We invited cantaloupe. It doesn't get a plus one. It was pretty much honeydew. It was so great. We watched Transformers and did that. But probably, like, Mark Mark brings that up, like, once every couple months. He's like, let's do it again. Not, not necessarily let's do it again, but he's like, he's like, it's not even the most, like, unhealthy thing. Like, in terms of, like, unhealthiness. Is it? No, but I'm saying, but, like, I mean, there's got to be, like, on. like, gross poutines and stuff. I'm sure, like, there's, like, had worse things going on, like, super fucking garbagey gravy and whatever. Like, I don't know. I feel like you might have done a lot of damage to yourself. <laughs> but he's like, ex- you know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Like, that's it. He's like, it's not even, like, on paper. Like, there's probably more decadent cakes and stuff that we've eaten, like, in terms of, like, sugar and stuff. Mm-hmm. But he's like, but just, it sounds so, like, high school stupidity. We're out of milk. What other mountain do we have? <laughs> mountain Dew. <laughs> Boom. The best. That's... High school stoner films. And that's been the 95 Entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> you could totally see a Richard Linklater character putting honey. Mountain Dew and honey. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, maybe a Kevin Smith character. Look, if you're a fan of the show and uh, the site in general, uh, please take the time to like us on Facebook. We are number 9TO5DOTCC, 9to5.cc on Facebook. And uh, also follow us on Twitter. We're at sign number 9TO number 5CC on Twitter. So, uh, And also be sure to check back on the site for something on Mondays, probably. Uh, we have Zombies and Loathing After the Bomb, usually on Tuesdays. We have a new comic in 9to5 Illustrated every Wednesday, a new podcast every week, usually on Thursday. It's either going to be a 90s or a Go Plug Yourselves. And on Fridays, we have Fine Arts with either Sophie and Scott. And, uh, you know, maybe John will even uh, contribute one of his mega articles at some point, too. You can only hope. All right, thanks. 9to5.cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening.